Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Is your host, Amon Green. Hello. How you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amon Green, along with Bach. How you doing, man? Oh, not too bad. Great to be with you. Yeah, I know. I know. So, chiming in after peeking in or listening in a little bit in on what you and uh, DP was talking about. DP's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he, got, he's got, he seems like he's got, got a bone to pick with somebody. He doesn't like the Rangers uh, uh, for yeah, some I reason. Tell. <laughs> I'm like, man. Did you ever go across the ballparks? Did you, or, you know, obviously the stadiums, did you ever, were you able to enjoy some of the game day food or, or some of the concession stand food? Probably not too not often. Really. Not really. Obviously not as a player. Yeah. You want to get caught like, uh, what's that, Mark Sanchez did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But Brett, he would sneak hot dogs. He would get the vendors come down, pre, mostly only preseason games. Oh yeah. Um, and well, from what I saw, it was preseason. He might have <laughs> did it because I didn't sit, you know, right next to him. His quarterbacks were hot, a little bit ways down the bench. But I remember he he like had the one of the guys trying to incognito like behind his back, handoff, and has the uh, hot dog wrapped in a napkin, and he's like. You just see it. <laughs> I mean, would like, he get in trouble if he got caught or what? I, I would think so. Maybe not super, super. Just like almost yeah. like, come on, Brett. You're, you wanted the yeah. co- you wanted our guys. You wanted the leaders. Like the, if a coach saw you. <laughs> so, yeah, it was one of those type of situations. So it was interesting. But, no, like when as a fan, yeah, I went. And no surprise, like DP mentioned, the big hot dog in Texas. No, it's Texas. Yeah. They do everything big, That's you know, especially when it comes to food, mm. right? I remember my first year in t- as a Texan, and we got our kids, you know, we got to get them some food. We're headed out to the McDonald's. We just like, let's go get grab McDonald's. Um, or was, and we end up, no, we end up going to Jack in the Box. Mm. No, it was McDonald's, excuse me, excuse me. Well, it was McDonald's. And I'm like, uh, you know, I ordered for the kids and the wife. And I was like, and I see on the menu, you know, they're advertising the 20 piece wing or 20 piece nugget. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm not that hungry. I just get a 10 piece. So I like, I asked for the 10 piece. They're like, uh, we don't have a 10 piece. Oh. I was like, just the 20 piece? They're like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, okay. So I said, okay, I get the food and I get the, like, the, the super sized bottle of or you know drink or whatever i got, I got a sprite it was super sized and i'm like i didn't order this and she said no that's the normal size Karen. oh yeah <laughs> i'm like oh my god so you mean a super size uh sprite and in the 20 piece nugget is just y'all regular size i'm like man that's what it is it's a true statement i said y'all living by that statement huh he's like huh i said everything's bigger in texas he's like yeah sort of you know i'm like man so yeah they they don't mess around down there is there, there's, uh, I've been to Texas and I feel this, maybe it's just because I'm a Nebraska guy, mm-hmm. but I feel there's a certain, uh, and maybe I'd describe it as obnoxious, but maybe it's just pride, like from the Texas people of Texas. And of course everybody yes. has that. No, you know, I agree. Like that no, too, I but. agree. 
it's it's just a little it comes on off a little thick as a Nebraskan. I no, I agree 100%. Um once I got here to college, that's where I met a lot of my first time teammates that were from Texas. I mean Aaron Graham, Octavius McFarland. I mean, I recruited Joe Walker. The name of few, I'm trying to think of anybody else. I mean, Eric Warfield, he was close. He was Texarkana, Arkansas, mm-hmm. not far from Dallas area, but not far from the Texas border. But from anybody from Texas, it just, they have, what I say, and I love them to death, but they have an acquired taste. <laughs> because it's Texas, it's Texas folks that I know, I have friends with, and Florida folks. Like, and particularly Florida or Miami. Mm. Anybody, I know a few guys from Miami, a couple of guys, one guy I've been friends for with since we met at the 96 Orange Bowl when we played down there that trip. His cousin was one of our bus drivers to practice two events during that whole week. And so, so me and his cousin, so uh, Nick, Art, we've been knowing each other for almost 30, over 30 years now. And Nick now lives in California, Art still in Miami, and we would get into arguments because Art, at that time, being, we were the same age, had not been out of the state of Miami, I think his entire life up until maybe like in his mid to early, mid to late six, uh, 20s or maybe early 30s. Mm. So it took him, he almost spent a whole, almost a whole lifetime never leaving the state of Florida. Because he's like, I don't have to leave. We have yeah. everything. We got great <laughs> weather. We got great women. We got great food. Beautiful women. Da, 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 da. I'm like, have you been to California? Have you been to Texas? Nevada, you know, even parts in sometimes in the Midwest surprise you. you know? Yeah, Chicago area. He's like, no, man, those places <laughs> can't even compare them to these places without like, even having been. So there, we, yes, know. without <laughs> even leaving the state of my of Florida, he would always. Oh, we got the best athletes. Like, man, look at look at the NFL. Da, 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 da. I'm like, look at the NFL. There's a lot of guys from Big Ten schools. You yeah, know, Penn State, Ohio State, Nebraska, you know, Wisconsin. What? But with the ballers, though, I'm like, okay, you got guys that are ballers that look at Jonathan Taylor, you know? Yeah. You know? And he's like, man, whatever. So we just go back and forth all the time. But back to the food part of it, I say, it was actually, I got this funny story, though, when I'm talking about Miami. It was actually when the Bears played the Colts in the Super Bowl in Miami, 06, when Prince played halftime. They had a concession. I walked past. I was with a family that won. They were doing a promotion. The NFL did the promotion, um, win a trip to the Super Bowl and with a Super Bowl with an NFL player. Okay. So I was the NFL player for this Super Bowl. So we're walking to our seats, and I see this concession stand. I'm like, oh my god, I'm going back to that. When we like, <laughs> we're going to sit down. I'm gonna be like, all right, excuse me, I gotta go grab me some my food real quick. They had a hot dog. That was wasn't as big as what DP described, but I remember it being wrapped in bacon. Oh wow! It was it was probably I say probably as good I say round you know probably like you know kind of like that. Oh yeah, and about about that long, about a feels a foot long, and it was like I said wrapped in bacon. Then you could put chili on it. You could put nacho cheese on it. <laughs> Oh my, and bacon bits and more bacon. Oh, more like, bacon. Yeah, more ba- bacon. I was like, I got to get the thing. So it's like, you know, certain days you got to treat, treat yourself. I have my cheat days on the weekend now, you know, when I'm, I'm going to definitely do 
I'm doing fitness fanatics in a few weeks, and that's definitely part of a good eating habits. Is because if you don't, you you create you 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 eventually build up the craving where the grave the craving monster will take over, and you'll have a binge day. You don't want to have binge days, and you don't want to have back to back binge days. So when you give yourself a little treat every now and then, and that was my treat. When I got, I had to get it. I got it the chili. I just didn't do the I didn't do the cheese because nacho cheese. I don't even know if it's real dairy. Yeah. You don't even know, and then I'm lactose. Cheese, yeah. yeah, you don't even know it's real cheese, and I'm lactose intolerant anyway, so I'm not messing with that. I'm not going up that. I'm not going down that road. But no, I ate it. It was oh man, it was all it was worth the waiting line for it. Um, other and Lambo has the same thing. I found out going to a game. I was like, oh, I had that in Miami. <laughs> I said, give me that one, please. I was like, yes. I'm trying to think other stadiums. There's this stuff, other concoctions I'm seeing. Um, that I like almost eaten or even thought about anything with a brisket. I'm gonna probably eat it. And muchachos, my guy. Oh, yeah. oh my god. I'm I've been trying to get over there, and then every night I'm like, I just like, all right, it's a, it's a Tuesday. It's not Saturday. It's not, it's not Sunday. It's not my cheat day. <laughs> so I kind of like fitting the crave monster off. But eventually, so this weekend, I might head over there maybe after this or maybe next weekend. So we'll see. But no, I went there for the first time during the season last year when I came down for a game, and I was like, oh my goodness. The burritos. I think I got a burrito. Thinking that was gonna be a small portion. Oh no. I had got a um I did I did get a burrito, but that came out second. But the first thing I got I thought was gonna be small. I got like a, a taco, thinking it was gonna be a small because it said street taco. And no, it was like extra large. Oh, yeah. And then I had this burrito to eat too. And I was like, oh but the brisket was so good. It was like uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Let me ask you a question because it, it, when you said you're lactose intolerant, it reminded me of something that, I, that I've been meaning to ask you because I remember it, but I don't know, remember if my memory is correct. What's that? It might have been after your 99-yard touchdowns, and in that case, it would make sense. But did you often have to go to a breathing mask on the sideline? No. No. Nope. Rarely did. Okay. Rarely I, yeah, did. Yeah, so it was probably oh. just after your 99-yarder that I no, remember. Or maybe it, it wasn't even that one. After that, it was 98. Okay. Man, I wasn't even tired after that. I was so geeked up from the run. Oh, okay. That... I was like ready to like even though we just scored, I was like we could go back on offense right now. I wouldn't care. I'm so excited that <laughs> it was like an unknown. It was kind of like a goal, but not really because he's like you don't know when that's gonna happen. Yeah. But obviously, be ready for the moment, which I was, and make sure. But when I you know it was something that my t- myself and one of my tr- um, training coaches, a sprint coach that I trained with right before the combine, talked about. He said you got the speed and you got the talent to go 99. Mm. He just said that to me out of blue one day. I'm like. All right, cool. Thanks, coach. Thanks for the confidence, you know, in me. I like, I appreciate that. So, years that was 1998. So then 2003, it happened. You know, so it was just like that. Was like, I'm, I'm not even tired. I'm ready to bust out. Let's go 99 the next one. You know, <laughs> now was that was that was a critical game, was it not? <clears throat> yes, it was. So it was critical in terms of one, we had to win, but it, it didn't guarantee us nothing in terms of the playoffs. So what had to happen? So this was like, you could. This was like a movie moment type of t- a moment you get with sports that we get every now and then, right? Yeah. Watching sports, you you look at a situation. If you know certain um, stories going into the game, basketball, football, baseball, W, you know, you know something is, is going on. So, like, what was going on is that the narratives was we had to win. Minnesota had a, like a half a game up on us. And so Minnesota needed to lose to Arizona, and that's who we lost to that's right. earlier okay, that yeah. season. We lost to Arizona in Arizona, so we needed – Minnesota to lose to Arizona in Arizona. And so, but we had to handle our business. And so me being the captain of the team that year, eventually a playoff captain too, 
Um, no, I was no, I was a regular season captain. But we was like, all right. Once we got to that game, my whole mindset was like, kind of took me back to that '97 season when we watched Ryan Leaf drive the ball for Washington State, and then Michigan, you know, sort of holds, but the clock just runs out, and then boom, it's game over. And everybody's like, "Why? What happened? Look like they, you know, referees cheated." I'm like, "Look, it's all, it, we we cannot control that. Let's control our actions and do what we need to do tomorrow night in the stadium." And then my mind, I was like I said, I just I just like forgot what I just saw in the Rose Bowl and how Michigan got part of the national title at that. Or actually, at that time they were the champions, so we had to go play our game though. And so that was the same mindset I had. Mm. You know, Broncos came in, they were in the playoffs already. And we were sort of in, like we were halfway in, but they were already in. And so what they did, what I would never do as an NFL coach is sit my starters in that last game just to make sure nobody gets hurt. Mm -hmm. It's football. I mean, Bill Belichick does it every year. When he, you know, when he was going to the playoffs every year with Tom Brady and crew, it was like, basically, don't ask. You're playing. We don't want to get you, get you off rhythm. You could get hurt in the first play of the playoff game. Yeah. So don't have, don't come up to me. Don't even ask. Don't definitely don't ask me. Coach, can I play? Or am I no? Don't even. You're gonna mm. play. And so they did that. They said twenty of their starters. Oh my. Twenty. I mean, so that part of me was like, well, they're, they're kind of giving us the game, sorta. But these are NFL players replacing NFL players, so mm -hmm. it's like you can't really say, okay, the second team is this far off. You don't know. You got to still play the game. It was a good game. It wasn't wasn't easy by no you know, by no means. So we got the uh, we got the lead early and we kept it, you know. But then the offense, they had like guys like Clinton Portis. He was on the bench. Oh, okay. He was a Pro Bowler. Yeah. You know, best around, really good running back out of the U. You know, and was doing his job there at uh, Denver Broncos picking up yards. So. To sit him, and I can't remember their quarterback. Maybe Brian Greasy. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe. But, yeah, sitting them like that, that kind of helped us a little bit. But, we then, like I said, we just took care of our job, stuck to it. Like, I wouldn't even look at the, the screen when they was posting the score of the Minnesota-Arizona game. Yeah. That's how intense I was I, and how, many, how focused I was. Intense, you know, intensity, focus, the sense of urgency of, like, look, I don't, I don't, don't tell me nothing about that game because it's about this game right here that we got to win, that we're still playing because we got a whole quarter to go. Because that's when we find out the score. It's like start of the fourth quarter or halfway through the fourth quarter. So our game was almost over. And then you could hear the crowd starting to cheer. And then guys are like, oh, you know, Minnesota lost. I'm like, what? We still got to win, though. I was like, I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Phoenix Cardinals or, you know, yeah, Arizona yeah. Cardinals. I appreciate you. But we still got to win now up here in Lambeau. That's crazy because I remember watching that because I couldn't quite put it together, but I do remember now, and I was like 12, but I was like, I remember watching that in my living room and, and like, you know, watching that all play out because I'm a, I'm a Cardinals fan too, but I didn't get too many of their games. Right. I think it was Josh McCown and like all reds, like pretty much his rookie year mm -hmm. uh, that led that victory and it was a close game. So it was kind of, kind of tense for, I don't know if that was for the NFC North or playoff positioning or what it was, but it was, it was really important. If I they would have won, they would have won the division that year. Okay. But. They lost, and we didn't. No, because we were wild card. So, you know, we, we, okay. we wouldn't have won. Well, we didn't win the division, but we won. We got into the playoffs. Maybe playoff, it was just so. to get in, and that would be, you know, that's where you definitely get the feeling of, okay, do or die type Exactly. Of thing. So that was my mentality that whole game. Once we finished the game and we won, like, 20, 28 to 14 or something like that, and I was like, now let's go. We had uh, Seattle in the first round, and that – uh that was a fun game because that was a you know team I played for, and we actually played them twice that year. We played them in the regular season, and then we got them in the first round of playoffs, which was interesting. But that's where I got drafted. Was that the was that the Al Harris game? 
Yep. Yeah. Al Harris, Matt Hasselback, putting his foot in his mouth. Oh, yeah. I still haven't talked to him about that. I'm going <laughs> to see him one day. I don't know when. Eventually, he'll do like we do. Packers are really good about bringing alumni back. He's an alum. He was a Packer before I was, and he went to Seattle a few years after I came to Green Bay. So I would love to sit down and be like, what were you thinking? <laughs> Didn't your mom and dad tell you not to ever trash talk? What happens when you look what happens when you trash yeah. talk? You get your foot put shoved right down your throat. <laughs> Man, because I it was funny. I'm a playoff. Oh, I was a playoff captain. I'm sorry. I was a playoff captain because I was in the middle of the field at the coin toss for overtime. Okay, yeah. I was right. So yeah, I was a playoff captain. And uh referee, you know, the, you know, shows us the thing, you know, the, the coin and and it's you know, Seattle's flip. We want the ball and we're gonna win. I'm like <laughs> yeah. oh you got some okay i was like oh he just went gangster on us i was like i couldn't say like i wanted to like this if i could if i was a cartoon character i would have been tasmanian devil right there <laughs> <laughs> you, you talking what? that was in my head i'm like oh my guy, it just got real. I'm like, well, because oh. at the time too, if they score, they win. Like the overtime yeah. rules was, you wouldn't maybe right. even seen the field when he right. said that. Yeah, right. We're gonna get the ball and we're gonna we're gonna oh, score man. and win. I'm like, he lucky I did not play defense. I'm like, I am going to hunt you down, <laughs> Mr. Hasselback. And there's no call, all these rules protecting the quarterback back then. I wouldn't have hurt him. I just would have made sure I got him on the ground. You know, and that's never my intent was to hurt. If I hurt somebody running the ball or tackling when I played in high school, running or yeah, running back and linebacker, it was all unfortunate because I was just playing hard. But at that time, I was like, I'm oh, you lucky I don't play linebacker or strong safety coming in for a blitz. But what I did right after he said that, I went straight to the sideline and guess who I found? On the sideline? On my sideline. I'm, I'm assuming a defensive. Was it Al Harris? Yep. Okay. Went straight to him. I said, Al, did you hear what he said? And I didn't realize it was over the intercom. Like, the whole stadium heard. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that either then. And he said, no, I heard him. I got you, AG. I got this. That's what he said. I got you. I got this. And went out there, first throw, first play, boom, pick six. Yeah. To the house, game over. I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, that is crazy. But I was just like, man, he had the nerve. And Matt, I'm like, I know Matt. Maybe I didn't know him that well, yeah. obviously, because I'm like, I would never trash talk. No, no matter how confident I feel about the win, I'm not saying because I just it, for me, it's sort it's I know it's part of the game. And I just, you know, trash talking is like, I mean, it's trash talking, but it's like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not showing your opponent respect. Yeah. And I'm like, I respect every opponent I played against in the NFL Unless it got personal on some level on something else, which rarely it did and most likely it didn't. But for that, I was and he was a team, you know, he was a team player there at one point in time as a Packer. So I was just like, hmm, uh, he's lucky I don't play on defense. <laughs> I would have got I would have hunted him down for sure. Man, that was a drama filled couple of weeks for you guys. And mm -hmm. I kind of forget about that. Yep. that. I mean, they had a lot yep. of good ones. Yep. Then we had the there was the Philly game after that. And that one was big because of the fourth and twenty six or 24 freddie uh played at ucla freddie mitchell freddie mitchell i think it was freddie mitchell yeah and he, and he would that's what that's the guy that's when i think one of the players that started doing the whole belt thing celebration. oh yeah yeah that's right yep so they got that uh fourth and 26 uh conversion and then kick got then got in field goal range and kicked the field goal to win to win i was like ah oh. was that overtime or just regular no regular? that was regular okay. regular uh regulation 
right at the end, ended our season. But we, like, if we would have got past that game, it might have been Super Bowl, mm-hmm. definitely, because we had, we would have had Carolina, who we had beat, and then we beat them. And what's crazy, we played them in the next season, the first kickoff. It was Monday Night Football, and we went down to Carolina and kicked them, kicked their butt. We're in some of us it was like, man, look, we wish this was the NFC Championship game. We would have yeah. did the same thing to them because every time I think I was. Uh, I think I was 2-0 against them or 3-1 and against them. Or 2-1. and 2-1 mm-hmm. or 3 or 3-0 and against the Carolina Panthers. So, And they had a good squad. They had Stephen Davis. They had Dan Morgan out of Miami. Oh, yeah. Uh, Drake, Jake DeLome. Um, Steve Jackson. Man, he hate me. I, I mean, think, uh, Steve think. Smith. He hate me. Yeah. yeah, he was on the roster. <laughs> I think so. Steve Smith, Rod senior Smart. now. Yes. Yeah. Rod Smart. Yep. Uh, he hate me from the... Uh, what is it? League? XFL. XFL. Musha yep. Muhammad, I think. Yeah, he was at Musha yeah. Muhammad was there, was on this day squad. And uh, and Mike Minner. Mike Minner oh, that's there. right, yeah. Mike Minner was on their squad. Yeah, he was a 10-year vet there. And uh, Mike Minner and um, Mike Rucker. Mm, that's right. They, they both were yeah, there. Yeah, that was a fun. Yeah. As Husker fans to follow that, follow mm-hmm. along with that. Was mm-hmm. that your closest team that you felt like to a Super Bowl? Or I mean, that era, you, you were kind of in the mix every year. Yeah, we were in the mix every year. But that one was that we were two games away. So we're over. I mean, technically, he was one game away. We would have played uh, if it would have been Carolina Panthers or whoever they beat, um, or might have lost to. It would have been the NFC Championship game because mm-hmm. we played because we beat Seattle, and then we beat, we're you know in the Philly game. So we would have beat Philly. We just had one more game to go to get to the Super Bowl, and we would have we would have most likely had the Patriots, and that was a. I mean, we beat them two years prior. We and it was mostly the same team for them, so it would have been interesting with our run game to our pretty much same team that we had in two. We played them in Gillette Stadium in 2002, so it was only a year removed from us beating them then. So that would have been for us going into that game potentially against you know in you know in the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots, we would have been very confident. Not saying we was going to win, but very confident because the way the run game and the pass game worked, because we got the run game going first. And then, obviously, when you have a good run game, it makes it you make it real uncomfortable for a defense to try to stop both. And so we had Javon, Javon Walker, Bubba Franks, mm. Robert Ferguson, Dan, Donald Driver, those guys, speedsters, can get over the top, can catch the ball, can run after the catch. So along with myself, Will Henderson, Najee Davenport, and Tony Fisher, it would have been a problem. Did you, did you play, I think you did, the first couple of years with Antonio Freeman? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, 2000, 2001. I think oh two he went to... Uh, I think he might. You know what? He he left somewhere, and then came back, and we re-signed him in 03. I think that sounds familiar. Yeah. So he he we, he left, signed somewhere, or didn't play, and then came back in 03 because he was part of the 03 year. I know he was there in 01 and 2000 for sure because I remember watching his catch on Monday Night Football. Yes. The one where he fell to the ground, and Chris Dishman that was covering him for the Vikings thought it was an incomplete pass, and he just you know happened to catch it just as it got to the ground, and hands were. His hand was under the ball and then picked it up. I was like, free, go, score, <laughs> score, study, touchdown, man. So, yeah. Who, who was the best wide receiver that you think was it uh, at their peak, I guess, because the guys, you like mentioned Walker and, and Driver, right? I mean. Yeah. Uh, during my time there, yeah. man, in my days with the pack, it was a toss-up between. Um, yeah, Antonio Freeman was really, like, when he first got there, super fast. He was probably the fat. He wasn't tall though. I mean, for a receiver these yeah. days, but he was tall. He was six foot, but you know, receiver six two, six three, six five. So size wise, but he could he, he could catch the ball and he was fast. 
Then Jawan, when by the time we got to Jawan Walker, that's when you start seeing receivers like six two, six three, and full of speed. And he played major league baseball. Mm. He got drafted out of Florida State somewhere. I can't remember where he went. Maybe Arizona or somewhere. But he was off a baseball contract too, and playing wide out for us. And then we had Ferguson. We had he was a, he was another big receiver. He was like six two, six three. And he was yoked. He was he was just as big as I was as a running back, but he had <laughs> his legs were a little thinner. If his legs was a little thicker, he probably could match up with me in the backfield or in the rock a little bit. But we had so it was probably a toss up between Jay Walk and Donald. Donald vet, you know, speed mm-hmm. and so and youth inside at that time. So we had a good crew of receivers. Yeah, so we, I remember yeah. that you guys always seem to be like it, we always talk about the handoff at the quarterback position at the mm-hmm. from the Packers, but they kind of we're doing that at wide receiver for a bit. Too. Yeah, we had a nice little crew that could go back and forth no matter who started the game. Yeah. All right, we better take a break here. This is the Mon Green Show on ninety three seven. The ticket. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> 